Morning, Bezos Hashem. We're going to start the Mishnah, the Dharam Daf Pehe. We begin halfway down Pehe Amad at the Mishnah, or most of the way down Pehe Amad And in Mishnah Hashem, we're going to go to Pehe Vav of the Mishnah on the Shir. And really, this Mishnah is continuing with the discussion of the theme of the Perak in regards to Inyane Hafara, where the Baal can be made for. And the first part of the Mishnah is going to focus on different Nidarim that are not Nidre Ini Nefesh or Dorm Shebeinoi Lebeinan, therefore the Baal cannot be made for. And then we're going to discuss an Indian Hafara, but really a Sugya that appeared in Ksubas, Daphnon Ches, Daphnon Tes, and we're going to spend some time on really what the last sheet is on the Mishnah. So the Mishnah starts, So the woman makes another saying that anything she does can't benefit her father or his father. She says it can't benefit my brothers, and not your brothers. So since she's basically saying that anything she does is not going to benefit her father, her brother, his father, his brother. This is not Dvarm Shalina Nefesh, obviously. This is saying that they can't have enough from her. And it's not Dvarm Shalina because it doesn't have to really do with him. It has to do more with some of his family members. And therefore, the Baal cannot be made for. These are Eina Yachol Lahafer, as the Mishnah says. He cannot be made for. Now, What's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, and some of the Farshim speak out here, that even though there's some sort of tangential Dvarm Shemina meaning that means, practically speaking, the husband can't really have his father over for a Shabbat still it's not a direct, a direct, she's not directly making a nether not to benefit, or not to come between them, Dvarm Shemina and therefore this is not considered Hafara Abo. Okay, now we get to the second part of the Mishnah, which is really going to discuss Sheini Oisi Alpicha. That I, my Maisei Now, what is the Maisei So the Gemara Ksubis goes through extensively that there are certain aspects of Maisei There's really two components of it, and we're going to discuss it maybe a little later on. But the general idea is that the husband provides Mizainas to his wife, and the wife in return gives her Maisei meaning her salary, her job, and then there's certain other jobs she has to do, the seven jobs, she grinds, she has to bake, she has to do seven other jobs that the Gemara Ksubis goes through. So, number one, her salary and her jobs. So that would be in exchange for, and specifically, the salary component would be in exchange for Mazinus. But let's say she is an, a high achiever, she's an overproducer, she has what's called ha'adafa, she makes more money than her standard money, so then the Baal, the Gemara Ksuba says that Mizainais is Tachas. The, the Baal gives her two things, Mizainais and an extra Ma Kesa. There's a Machlekes Hamarayim, which one goes for which, but there's, these are these two payments of Mizainais and the Ma Kesa. Mizainais is a regular food, plus a Ma Kesa, call it an allowance, some spending money, in exchange for her Maiseyadayim, for getting her Maiseyadayim, and whatever is produced that's extra. And we'll discuss this. So now, so the woman now makes a nether saying that my Maiseyadayim, you can't have any Hanafram. So in this, so it's different. The first case of the Mishnah was, he wasn't able to be made her. Her nether is chal. Over here, what we're saying is, her nether, the Tanakhama holds her nether, is not chal. Or he does not need to be made for at all. Why? Because the Maiseyadayim, in exchange for the Mizanis he's providing, and the Malkesef, all of her Maiseyadayim, would go to the Baal. Now, Rabbi Kiva Eimer, Yafer Shema Ta'adif Allah. Rabbi Kiva says, no, that the Baal should be Nefer, because maybe she'll produce extra. And like we said, really, the Mishnah and Ksubis discusses that even the normal, regular extra was already paid for. Whichever pays for what, again, there's two payments for two things. There's Mizainis that he provides her, and then the extra Malkas of allowance in exchange for her normal Maiseyadayim, plus anything that she makes extra. So really what we're talking over here, the Mepharshim explain, is we're talking about, and the Ron explains over here, that <coughs> the Hadafa that Rebekiva is saying that is the reason why. Maybe she'll produce even more than that, what's called, uh, it's considered 
hadafa ayide hadchak, meaning, let's say she moonlights. She produces, not that she's a high earner, and she's an overachiever, but she works extra time. Late at night, she works time when it's not normally time for her to work, so that hadafa is not paid for. And the point is, Rabbi Kiva holds that the hadafa, Tanakama would hold, that it also goes to the Baal. Rabbi Kiva says, hadafa ayide hadchak, meaning the extra moonlighting money, her third and fourth and fifth job, right? So she, she makes all this extra money. That does not go to the Baal. And therefore, it doesn't automatically, it's not Meshubah to the Baal. And therefore, that's something that he would, theoretically, she can produce something that he can benefit from. It could be Dabar Shavina Levina. Because again, it's not something that's Meshubah to him. This is over and above that. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva is saying that the Baal should be major. In the third sheet, which we're going to spend most of the time discussing, he should be made for her nidarm. Again, she is saying, she's saying that my Maisei Adayim are going to be also to you. She should be made for Shemi because maybe he'll divorce her. And then the nether will be how she made a nether. Afterwards, after Gerishin, we have to understand exactly how, but after Gerishin, uh, the nether is there, and he might divorce her. And then if he wants to remarry her, well, the problem is now the nether went into effect, and he's asked her to have enough from her. So while he is a husband, he could be made for and therefore be made for it to save yourself from problems later. Okay, now, the Ron explains what's shot in the Tanakama. Where's his argument? So the Tanakama argues in either one of two ways. Either he says that the hafara that he's gonna, they're going to make while, while married, maybe the nether will pop up after Kavishim. Again, we have to discuss how. But the hafara that's made during, during the marriage is not going to help for the nether after Kavishim. Or he could hold, maybe in general, the nether since this whole nether, right? And we see clearly in the words, that since the nether is only in effect, after the divorce, meaning holds even the the everything, all of it right now is Meshubah to the Baal. It belongs to the Baal. So she doesn't have the kayak, the ability to aser it. Therefore, the, who says that the nether has any effect after the marriage? Maybe he argues on Rechaminuri in that regard. Now, so let's discuss the Gemara. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, the halacha is like Rabbi Yechid Ben-Duri. Now, on the surface, the way we're understanding Rabbi Yechid Ben-Duri is she's making a nether. She's making a nether. Now, in general, any time she makes a nether, it's about what she'll produce in the future. Anything I will produce is going to be also on you. So Shmuel says, halacha is Rabbi Yechid Ben-Duri, which it means to say, that a person, now we can align these very, they're very similar. That a person can be makdish davar shaloi balaolam. Because if you can't be makdish davar shaloi balaolam, so since right now the nether isn't chayel, so therefore, if you can't make a nether about what she will produce in the future, then why, according to Rabbi Yechon and Minuri, are we saying that she'll be able to asram after they're married? She's gonna, that stuff she's gonna produce after they're, after they're divorced. And therefore, it's after the marriage is over. So therefore, she's talking about something that will be produced by her in the future. And that is, must be that Shmuel holds, that a person can be makdish, just like over here, she can make a nether on something that doesn't exist yet. A person can be makdish. And this is where we're going to run into a problem. Why? We're going to ask a steerer from the Mishnah and If a man is makdish, he tries to be makdish, make it hektish, the Maisi Yedei Ishtai. Harezu Oysev Aicheles. She, the regular stuff, Harezu Oysev Aicheles, the regular stuff that she produces, meaning there's a Shibud, the Baal, yes, has a Shibud, but the Harezu Oysev Aicheles, she, his wife, can go ahead and produce stuff, and she could eat. Okay, meaning everything continues as normal. Now, what we're going to deal with is the Maiser. The Hamoiser, and the Gemara Ksubis addresses why, why the Moiser, there's, like I said, there's a Machlekes Amaroyim, and there's two payments. There's Mezoynes, and there's Ma'akasa. There's regular Maiser, 
in exchange for regular Maisi Adayim and the extra, we'll call it the allowance, uh, the, the, any, 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 any extra she produces, so any extra work. So there's really two components of payment that go to her, the the Mazinus that the Baal gives and the Malkes of the allowance, in exchange for the two components of work, Maisi Adayim and the extra, the Moiser Maisi Adayim. And, and, uh, we have to, over there the Gemara explains the case that in this situation, they waive the rights to one of them. But which one, meaning is Mizaynes for Iker, that's a ma- subject to Machlech, which one goes for which, in this exchange for which, that's a Machlech Yisam The Gemara in Ksubis addresses that. Meaning, is the Mizaynes for regular Maesiyadayim, and the Ma Kesef for the extra, or do we maybe say that the Ma Kesef is for the extra allowance, is for the Iker Maesiyadayim, and the Svar there would be, because Iker Maesiyadayim is limited, meaning she's capped as to what she has to produce, Mishkal Heislein the Yehuda and the Gemara. The mission there discusses it. It's a specific amount, so that's a fixed amount. So we're going to assign that to the fixed payment. And, and um, you know, maybe the Mizaynas, again, that's the other side, is that the Mizaynas, which is uh, is not really capped, he has to provide her Mizaynas, goes against the regular Maisei Adayim, which are not really, goes Kenega goes, the extra Maisei, the extra Maisei Adayim. She produces the Maisei, but either way, however we work that out, whatever the understanding of the Sugi over there is, the Meiser, so, again, and that's really localized to the Sugya in Ksubas, why Harezu Oisev Echeles, but that's not going to be hectish. The Hameiser, okay, there was some sort of waiver, and that's why she's going to continue Meiser Yadayim and Echeles, that he can't touch it and make it hectish. Now let's talk about the Meiser. The Hameiser, so again, in that situation, however we understand what the Meiser, why there was Meiser, what he didn't give to create Meiser, Remeir Aymer Hectish, Okay, because her mayor holds you can be makdish davar shaloi ba'elam. He says again. So the man is saying whatever my wife will produce in the future. However, we get out of the fact why we're dealing with meiser. The point is he's trying to affect something that will happen in the future. So her mayor says hakdish. Okay, because he holds simply other makdish davar shaloi ba'elam and rabiyechen asamler aymer chulin that it's not going to be hectish, meaning the Baal can't say that the Meiser Meiser Yadayim, the extra my wife produces, should be hectish, because she didn't produce it yet. So it's, Rabbi Yechanan HaSamler holds, Eino the Makdish, Alma, so he holds like, Rabbi Yechanan HaSamler holds, Eino the Makdish, Tavish Le'elam. Now, Ba'amar Shmuel, and Shmuel over there says, Halachak Rabbi Yechanan HaSamler. So very simply, we have a steer now. Shmuel said, must be holding other Why? Because the woman's nether can have effect later on what she's going to produce after the husband divorces her. And therefore, the Baal, during the marriage, should use this opportunity to make for it because maybe after he divorces her, he'll decide he wants to take her back. And then he's going to be stuck because the nether takes effect then. Okay, so we see that a woman can make a nether. She can asser something that isn't here yet, or might see a dime in the future after the divorce. And Shmuel says the halacha is like Riyachim and And Shmuel over here says the halacha is like Riyachim and Asandar. Riyachim and Asandar holds the Moiser, might see a dime. If a Baal tries to be Makdish, the, what his wife will produce in the future, the Moiser, the extra stuff. So, Riyachim and Asandar said that it, it's going to be Chulin, it's not going to be Hektish, because, and yet Shmuel said the halacha is like Riyachim and Hasamer, in other Makdish Tavashalom, and Shmuel, Shmuel Halacha is like Rabbi Yechonin ben Nuri, that when it comes to Nidarim, sounds like we're saying other Makdish Tavashalom. So now, Alma, in other Makdish Tavashalom. Now, so the, so that's the stira. The Chitema says the Gemara, Kikamer, maybe you'll tell me that Kikamer Halacha Kirbi Yechonin ben Nuri. When Shmuel said Halacha Kirbi Yechonin ben Nuri, there's a few different components of their argument. So maybe it was Al Hadafa who Dekamer. Meaning, so if we look at it, the Tanakhama said, ain't Sarah Lahafer. She makes a nether, offering her husband on Maisei Adayim, Hadafa, whole kit caboodle, doesn't matter, everything. Hadafa, it doesn't matter what it's about. The Tanakhama said, the Baal doesn't have to be made for her. Her nether is not chal. Rabbi Akiva said, the Hadafa, which we said, the Hadafa, right, the extra, extra stuff. Rabbi Yechen Benuri said, the nether may be because after they're married. Now, what does that mean? That means that even the Hadafa, he'll hold, belongs to the Baal. So Rabbi Yechon does agree to that, the Hadafa, 
while they're married, even the Hadafa belongs to the Baal, right? Because the whole nether that's going to take effect here, no matter how much she produces, is only after the marriage. So during the marriage, he argues Rabbi Akiva. So maybe when Shmuel was coming to say, he wasn't talking about the Nidarim, what she's going to produce in the future after they're married, Maybe really he holds ain other and all he was coming to say that when he come, when he said the halacha was was to about this point of hadafa that he agrees to the Tanakama that while they're married, no matter what she produces, even no matter how much extra it is, that is going to belong to the husband. That's mishabat to the husband. So maybe that can't be. If so. There's many other simple, simpler ways that Shmuel could have said that the halacha is that during the marriage the belongs to the Baal. Number one, lema halacha ba'hadafa. If you like saying rabbi yechen you could say halacha in regards to hadafa, not anything else. Or inami, even simpler, he could have said halacha ketanakama. Halacha is like the tanakama because that's the whole tanakama shita is that the neder has no chalais. Okay, nothing about the future, no chalais and while they're married, because no matter what she's trying to ask her, it's all Meshubit to the Baal. Ain saf, ain sarech lahafer. She doesn't, he, the Baal doesn't even have to be made for her. Or, Inami, there's a third way you could have said this. If you're just trying to say that during the marriage, the Hadafa is Meshubit to the Baal, and therefore the net is not how in regards to the Hadafa, you could have just simply said, Ain halacha Kiba. Kiba was the one who said, yeah, he could be made for during the marriage because of the Hadafa. Just say the halacha is like Rabbi Kiba. So, Ella, Amr, Yasef. Okay, so that, again, what's our problem? Our problem is we have a steward. That Shmuel says Allah is like in our Mishnah Rabbi Benuri seems to be saying because her nether, her maisi, her nether and her maisi dime that she will produce in the future <coughs> will be some sort of nether and therefore the Baal should take advantage of the fact that they're married now and be made for it. And Shmuel says that the halacha is like the and who clearly said where the Baal tried to be makdish the maisi maisi yaday ishtay and we said that it's going to be chulin. Okay, that it does not become hectish. So, Elamar, if you say shiny kainamos, you have to say that kainamos work differently. You're trying to compare kainamos to hectish. What do we know is basic 101 of hectish? A person can only be maktish something that's his. I can't be maktish your thing to hectish, but nidarim, right, go back to the theme we've had throughout the moment, Sakta. Nidarim, you, I can be, I can answer myself, I can create isser on your item in regards to me. I can answer myself on your item, even though it's not mine. So, El Amr Rav Yisuf Shani Kanamis. Maybe you'll say that Nedarim work differently than Hafish. Hoyol va'Adam Oser Peres Chaberay Alav. Since I have the ability to create Isser on your item, meaning which I can't do in Hafish, only you can make your item Hafish, which is creating Isser. Only you can create Isser on your item. Nedarim are different because I can create Isser on your item. I can say that your item is Oser to me. Therefore, maybe we're willing to say. Since this is a novel idea that it's only true by Nadarim, therefore I'm willing to say, So Shani comes, Since I can answer your Paris on me, I can create Isra on your Paris in regards to me. And therefore I could answer something that's So maybe over there she has the ability by Nadarim, she has the ability to cre- for Nether to create Isra later, because anyways by Nadarim she can. I can create Isra on something that isn't mine. Masha'in Kain Hektish, since Hektish is, con- is constricted, that only the owners of the item can create the Isra, can, can make it Hektish. Therefore, you can't be Maktish Tavr Shalabalilam. So I'm really a bio, one second. It's a nice theory, but, Vishlam Adam is a Paris I can answer your Paris on me. So again, I can make, create Isra on your item, Shari Adam is a Paris That's because, since, you can answer your Paris on me, so therefore I can answer your Paris on me too. Okay? Ella Yasser Dabr, but let's look over here. What's going on? One second. I can't answer yes, you can answer your Paris on me. I can answer your Paris on me, but I can't answer your Paris on you. And what are you trying to do over here? By Mysiadayim, again, who the the Maisiyadayim are Meshubah to the Baal. So we consider the Maisiyadayim the Baal's Maisiyadayim. They belong to the Baal. What she will produce belongs to the Baal. And she is trying to make him, the Baal, usher on his own stuff. 
And that doesn't work by the Dharam, so you can't use this as an excuse. That's not what's going on over here. It's a nice theory, but that's not what's going on. So how could we possibly say, meaning we have to say that the whole reason that she's creating Isra in the future is because at some point it will be hers. At some point, because there's no Habamina to say that if it's the husband's, meaning it's Meshubah to the Baal, that I can answer your item on you. So Elamai must be, where's the Kayach over here coming from her to be able to create Isra later, meaning to say that the husband can't have Hanal later, on something she will produce, must be because it's going to be hers at some point. So the Gemara says, I'm Ella, I'm Rav Huna, greater Yeshua, by Mary Yakdishu, Yadai Loisayim. So what's going on over here? That no, we're gonna, we're gonna, Machalik. That yes, the Baal is Meshubah, he gets her Maisa Yadayim. But that's when she produces it. Lamaisa, her hands, Baguf, belong to her. The Baal has a Shibud, but the hands belong to her. And therefore, that's why she can create they are in her Rishus right now. They are in, the Rishus, in her Rishus right now. And therefore, that's why the woman has the ability to ask her the Maisei Daim of the husband, even though this is a Sheba. Well, how does that work? The Baal has a Sheba. So how are we saying that just because she owns her hand, it's nice to, 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 to separate the two, to bifurcate in theory and say, well, she owns her hands and then she can create Isra. What do you mean? But anything she produces is a to the Baal. So again, this Baiter is... And so she can't create a nether on something that's not hers. So the Gemara says, the Amr Garsha. Okay, she's saying in the future. So the Gemara says, okay, well, how is that going to help you again? So the Amr Garsha. So my hands now belong to me. And yes, it's a sheba, but that's only as long as we're married. When the husband should divorce her, so then, then the nether will go into effect. The Gemara says, well, one second, Hashtamiya well, Lamaisa now is Meshubah to the Baal. So who says, who says, how do you know that it's going to be able to help? It's Dabr Shaloi Baloilam. Again, her hands are in her Rishus right now, but they're completely lied up, her, locked up. Her hands are tied because it's the, all her Maisa time Meshubah to the Baal. Okay, and therein lies the issue. And, and here's where we're going to try to have to understand the Sugya that her hands, the Guth, are in her property, but it's Meshubid to the Baal. So how is she creating Isser just by the fact that she, her hands are hers, okay, her hands are hers, she doesn't have the ability to get her hands back. She's dependent. The only way she can get her Maisei the only way she can get her rights back to her Maisei to ask her on the husband, would be in the future when the husband gives her a divorce. But right now, it's Meshubid to the Baal. So Amr Rabbi Lai, he says, I don't understand. Why not? What's the problem? Let's set this up. And this is really going to be a copy of a sugya. So far it has been of what we had in Ksubas in the Durham style with the Ran. So now, let's say a person tells his friend, So a person is coming to sell, Ruben is coming to sell his field to Shimon. And before he goes to sell his field, he tells Ruben, who owns the field currently, tells Shimon this Sada. Then I'm now selling to you, Shimon. When I rebuy it back from you, Ruvain says, Taktish Kadcha. So again, we see here that I have the ability, says Rabbi Loi. So too, let's compare it with the, that Ruvain, that I have the ability when I own something, the Hainu Asada, to be Maktish it if I should reown it later, even though for a period of time I'm not going to own it. So too, says Rabbi Loi. And the way the Mepharshim explained this is, okay, well, look, let's, let's look at this situation. Ruvain owns the field right now, so he has full bilas, no Sheba. So that's, that's a good Kenyan right now. There is some, some sort of garua, some sort of weakness created by the fact that for a period of time I'm not going to own it, and then I'm looking for what? I'm looking that when it comes back into my Rishos, it should automatically become hectic when I rebuy it. So, yes, there's no Sheba on it, but for a period of time, there's, there's some sort of, something weak about this situation, and yet, something weak, why? Because for a period of time I don't own it. And yet, we're willing to say that it would automatically become hectic if Ruvain should buy the field back. Okay, so too over here, when the woman, yes, she, the guf, the guf, her yadayim stay in her possession forever. For a period of time, then we to the Baal, okay, so that's a little bit of a garua, but that's, is, is that really any worse than the fact that for a period of time, the Sada completely left Ruvain's, prop, Ruvain's possession, and it's only when it comes back into his possession that it automatically becomes hectic? So to over here, again, period of time, unavailable, and yet we're willing to say that Ruvain could be maktish the field, 
So to over here, the woman, she has your diamond in her hands. Yeah, for a period of time it's unavailable, but she could set the events into motion because she has ownership of her hands to go ahead and say that in the, that whatever they produce in the future, because they're hers, would, <coughs> would be happy. Now again, the problem here is that we're waiting for a get. So Moscow, yummy, yummy, dummy. So when Ruben is selling the fields for Shimon, Lamaisa he owns it right now a hundred percent, and he's making this declaration. So he has the ability to affect what should happen later. The woman doesn't have any rights to her Maisa right now. Everything's locked up. So when she goes ahead and she's trying to say that again, she's being makdish. <coughs> she said Yagdishu Yadai Lo Right? She's saying my hands should be ushered to you, which are hers now. The problem is that it's not 100% hers. The Baal has a shibut on it. Holy <clears throat> dummy, that if you, you can't compare it to this case where the Ruvain is selling his field, because when Ruvain made this declaration before he sold it to Shimon, it was 100%. There was no shibut here. It was 100% in his possession. Okay? So, holy dummy, rather, you know, this is more compared to, right? It's more like Ruvain going to Shimon and saying, Samazu Shemachartilach. The field that I sold you yesterday, it's already, it's no longer in Ruvain's Rishos, that I already sold to you, Lishech Ekhenomei Mecha Taktish. When I buy it from, when I buy it from you, if I should buy it from you, it will become Hektish. Meaning, it's not in his Rishos, because, again, Ruvain can't be Maktish something that's not in his Rishos. So, so over here, she can't be Maktish something, because her Yadayim, yes, technically, Beguf, they belong to her, but it's Meshubat, and we consider that not in her, not in her Rishos, and therefore, she has no ability to say, she has no ability to say, Yakdishu Yodai Loisayim, that I'm making my hands usher on my husband. Not I might say a dime in the future. Fine, we're not talking about what's going to happen in the future. We're talking about right now, our hands. But our hands don't belong to her. Why? Because it's a shiva of the Ba. So Maskifla, Repapa, Repapa comes to jump now on Yermia. Almost like the defense of what was saying. One second, how are you trying to tell me that you're going to compare this woman trying to to be Makdish, again, so we're trying to find parallels between Sada and Kenyan and Hekdish, right? Sada, Kenyan, and Hekdish, really Hekdish, being Makdish a field that isn't 100% yours for some reason, to this woman who's trying to create a nether on her hands that aren't 100% hers. And Revere just tried to say that the woman <clears throat> trying to usher her hands that she owns Beguf right now, the Baal is a Shibadon, is the same as a guy trying to be Makdish property. He doesn't own it all. So Moscow's lower republic, what are you talking about? Me, dummy. Gabe Zvina Psika Milsayu. Meaning the Sadeh is not in Ruben's Rishos. Therefore, not in his Rishos at all. Gabe Isha Mi Psika Milsa. What do you mean? The Herdadayim are in her hands. But rather, you're going to a case of Kenyan buying and selling when he has it, when he doesn't have it creates problems. That's not an exact parallel to our case of Isha. Rather, I'll find you a better parallel. Let's look at the following case. A man says to his friend, meaning, you have a loyva, okay, the loyva owns, owns a certain field, he borrowed some money, so he used it as a mashkin, as collateral, and gave it to the malva. So it's a mashkin, meaning the field really belongs to the loyva, you can get it back at any point. How? By settling his debt. When I come to redeem it, meaning I pay off my debt, then, Takdish, I want it to be Hakdish, Milaikatcha. So again, now we understand this. This woman has her Yadayim, she owns her hands. Her Maisi Yadayim, and Meshubat to the Baal. That's like a Mashkin. So just like I, the Loiva, can go ahead and say, you know what, when I redeem the Mashkin because it's Lamaisa mine, I can't use it right now. It's stuck in your, it's, it's, it's pledged to you, so I can't use it right now. But it, it is still mine, and therefore I could be Makdashit. So too over here, the woman, yes, her Maisi Yadayim are Meshubah to the Baal, but right now, at this very moment, they belong to her. And therefore, <coughs> the Shibud is like a Mashka. Mashka, the Rishisha Bereder of Edi. Again, now, really, Rishisha is just coming to say that your case is not an exact alignment. Because, Midami, Sada Biyadalataisa, over there, the Loiva, at any point in time, can go ahead and just say, you know what? I'm going to be played to the field. It's biyadai. Isha biyadal is garish. The woman can't, there, maybe, yes, you have ownership of your hands. And yes, maybe, maybe 
sorry, you, you have ownership of the field, the Levi has ownership of the field, and yes, it's pledged to somebody else, so it's a mashkin, so it's unavailable for a period of time, but you could still be makdish it because at any point, you as the Levi can take action and go ahead and be played to the field. But over here, the woman does not have that, does not have that luxury. She, she her hands are mashubit to the bow, her mice are mashubit to the bow, until he divorces her. There's nothing she could do about that. That's what she's great of. Even me, dummy, he saw the other of Daisa, the Leiva can be played to his field. And that's why he mocked the Isha, the other, this garish. Can a woman just be, mis- can just go ahead and call for a divorce? No, it's up to the husband. The husband has to be the one to initiate um, the divorce. Okay. Haloy Damya, Ela Loemer Lechade, right? But rather, so if you want to know what this is more aligned to, because I agree that you have to find the case of Mashkin. That the first cases of Rabbi Loi and Rabbi Yirmiya aren't going to work because that's dealing with Kenyans. So we have to find a case that's more of like Mashkin. Holy Dami Al says Roshiv Shuvreida that it's more of like a case where Amar Lachaveri. So does Ushemashkanti Lachal Eser Shanim that this that this um, field which I created as a Mashkin for ten years Lichish. So now it's locked up for ten years Lichish Apadinemimcha. When I do redeem it, when I come to get my Mashkin back and I pay off the loan, Takdish Mila Kadja that. <clears throat> there, he can be makdashit. So again, Roshisha is saying, I agree with you in theory, I agree with you, Rav Papa, in theory, that we have to compare the case of a woman trying to be, create Isser for her husband on her Mysia diet because she owns her hands, to the case of the, the, the person who owns a field, but yet it's, it's a, as a mashkin, it's pledged to somebody else. <clears throat> I, I agree in theory that that's how we have to align these two cases. However, but there's one difference here is that we have to find the case of Mashkin where it's locked up for a period of time. And what do we see? And again, so I found that case. I'm okay with that. And I can now say, again, we're trying to come up with an answer. How do we understand that a woman, then she created nether, she can answer the Mycia dying in the future. Okay, how? Because she is answering her hands that she owns right now. And I can create Isser on my hands. The hand of the woman can create Isser on her hands right now. Because, even though the Baal has a Shibud, because she owns them, and the Shibud will go off at some point, just like the Mashkin over here, the Loiva has the ability to be Makdashit right now, because the Shibud will go off at some point in 10 years. Okay, so it's locked up for a period of time, so too over here, it's locked up for a period of time, and that's how I'm going to align these two cases, Shishu Shisha. Now, the question is like this. So, we're the, the, the premise, and Naran really addresses this at this point, but the premise is that the woman's hands are locked up because she needs a divorce. Until she gets a divorce, her Mysiadayim are pledged to the husband. The problem is that the Gemara Subas really was a machlikis amaram between Arpuna and Rishakish. That, you know, we discussed that, let's go with the understanding that Mizainis, the wife gets Mizainis in exchange for her Maisei Adayim, what she produces. Now, there is a discussion over there. Can a woman say, you know what, I don't want the Mizainis? Meaning, who has the real right and who was the Takana to protect? Yes, we gave Maisei Adayim in exchange for Mizainis. Can the woman say, you know what, I don't want the Mizainis and therefore, I don't want the Mizainis and therefore, I don't, I don't want my Maisei Adayim to be shipped to you. So we're going with this assumption that the Maisei Adayim are inextricably, are inextricably locked up. They are absolutely Meshubah to the Baal. There's nothing she could do about it, short of a divorce, which is out of her control. So, Frek what do you mean? It's in her control, because we passed on like Rav Huna, and the woman, really, the whole reason we created this exchange, Mizainis for Maisei Adayim, is to protect the woman, make sure she gets Mizainis. So we gave her Mizainis, and in exchange, since we made the Baal, we made the Baal give her Mizainis, and since we made the Baal give her Mizainis, in exchange, she has to give her my seed dime to us. But she has in full right at any point to say, you know what? I decided. I want to keep my seed dime. I don't want your mizainus. That the woman, Okay, so if so, if so, Frechteran, I don't understand. What are we saying? Why is our Gemara going with the assumption that the Baal has a Shibut and there's nothing she could do about it? She's trying to be Makadish for your dime right now, but there's nothing she could do because. She can't, she can't, she can't be Makadesh or create Isser on her Yadayim to create a Nether on her, on her Maisi Yadayim 
through the fact that she owns her hands right now, because it's not biyada liftaisa. She has no way to get out of it. She has to wait for the husband's divorce. So Frek the Gemara, right, so, 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 right, so the Ran says like this. Again, right, so Frek the Ran, I don't understand. She can, she can opt out at any point. And it is biyada. Why are you not waiting for a divorce? So the Ran explains that there's two different components, and I mentioned this before, two different components of Maisiya diet. There's the Mishkal Heslaim, what she has to produce. She has to bring in a certain amount in salary. And then there's seven other Avaidas that she has to do. Techenes, Oifa, Mechabesa, she has to grind, she has to bake, she has to wash clothing, okay, all, etc., etc. There's a bunch of other responsibilities and jobs that's also in the gather of Maisiya that she has to produce. And therefore, says the Ran, that when Rabuna says that, you're right, the woman has the right to opt out, that's only on the Mishkal Heslaim. That's on the salary component. But the other seven jobs she can't opt out of. Those are also Maisiya Daim. And therefore, her, again, Maisiya Daim, her hands are, are completely Meshubad until it's a divorce. Um, Taisas and Ksuba says you can't be Machalic. That it's all in the gather of Maisiya Daim. You can't separate the two. And therefore, I'll have to say that the only way our Sugya, meaning our Sugya, which is assuming that she has no way out short of a divorce, she has no way during the marriage to get a Maisiya Daim <coughs> at her option. It's always dependent on the husband. So then you'll have to say that the Sugya is going even like Rish Lakish, meaning over there, Rish Lakish holds that a woman cannot opt out. That the, really, the Baal gets the, that it's all the Baal's, the Baal's, it's all the Baal's option, and she has no way out. Okay, either way, where are we up to? Again, so we were Madama, the case of an Isha, of a woman, who tried to osser her hands, right now, right, because we're not, we're trying to get this out of a Dabr Shaloi Belolim, so she's trying to, Create a nether on her hands that are currently in Rishus, that are Meshubid to the Baal, that the, that Shibud is dependent on something happening at a later date. If Shisha says, just like, I compare that to a case of a Loiva, just like, or a guy who gives a Mashkin to a person and says, I can't come and redeem it for 10 years, it's locked up for a period of time, he can be Makdashit. So to the woman, her hands are locked up until there's a divorce. So, she can go ahead and create Isser Biyadayim, and that is how, according to Yechen and Benuri, she, in our Mishnah, she's not being Makdash Dabr Shalom she is ushering her hands currently, right now, currently, right now, because her hands belong to her right now, even though there's a Sheba, the Sheba will go off at some point, just like we see by the Mashkin, that when the guy has the ability to be paid to it at some point in the later date, we're going to allow him to be Makdash right now, because he can be Makdash at some point. Because he can be played dead at some point in the later date. So to which Mashkafer Rashi, Rashi is going to say, one second, one second. How could you play this case? Is Nidami, Hasam, by Mashkan, by the case of the Mashkan, Kayas. Meaning, after 10 years, after 10 years, it goes off on its own. Okay? There's no Misa that has to happen. Poof, it's just the, the, the Mashkan, after 10 years, the amount of time The amount of time is fixed that it's locked up for. And you're right. So you want to say it's like the woman that she's locked up. But here, it's only locked up for a period of time. It's automatically going to go away. The restriction that's locking her up, and at that point it can be played in. Isha, Miyisla, There is no fixed amount of time. It's an indeterminable amount of time. And therefore, I understand why a, a guy can go ahead and say, my field, that... Um, again, regular case, my field that I can be played at any point. If you have a Shibut on, right? He gave it to the Malva as a Shibut. I can be played in at any point. So I understand how we can say that's case number one, which is Shishi came today. I understand how we can say that I'm in Makdash today. I also understand that even in the case where he can't touch it for the next 10 years, he can be Makdash today because he can't be played it. But that's because it has a fixed amount of time where it's locked up for. That's why. So I put the two of them together, and it makes a lot of sense. But the woman, there's no fixed amount of time. This is Ravashi, Midami, Hasam, Kayetz, Isha, There's no fixed amount of time it's locked up for. It's locked up forever until she gets a divorce. So how could you compare these two cases? Ella, Amar, Ravashi. And here's where we're going to get to the final answer that Ravashi says. Beautiful answer. Ravashi says, Shani Kainamas. That Kainamas are different. That Kedushas Hadgof Dami. That Kainamas, Nidaram, are like a Kedushas Hadgof. Uche de Rava, we definitely had this in Ksubas, 
famous a few times, that hektish, okay, meaning if a person, let's say I designated an animal as an apoitiki. I said, you should collect your money from this animal. It's almost like you have a shibud on this animal. I owe you some money. And then I go ahead and I maktish it, that hefker is mafkia, that, I'm sorry, hektish is mafkia mide shibud. When I am maktish it, it takes off your shibud. Even though I said you can collect your money from here. Sorry, hektish will overrule that. So too, kainamais are like hektish, dechi kedushas hagov dami. Now, what type of hektish? So the first you speak out that it's only kedushas hagov. Meaning, if, let's say you're being maktish an animal, like to make it, to be brought as a karma on this bath. But if it's only kedushas damim, since you can be paide, right, an animal you can't be paide unless it gets a mum, at which point it gets downgraded to kedushas damim, and then somebody could be paide. So, Kedusha's Daman, since you could be paid it, so it's not considered as strong because you can answer it with money. So if you can answer it with money, then money could prevent it, and you can get it out of hektish with money, so the money can prevent it from becoming hektish, meaning what's money? Shibud. So Shibud can prevent a Kedusha's Daman from becoming hektish. But a Kedusha's Hagof, which is on a higher level, you can't even be paid it. That's because it supersedes all monetary, meaning, how do you know that? Because you can't be paid it. So, two, I can actually undermine when I amaktish something, even though you have a chus money, you have a shibud money on it, a maktish is animal, even though it's an apaitiki, you can collect your money from here, still, it's going to be hektish. So too, kainamas works the same way. Shani, kainamas, that nadarim are much stronger. Kedush is a gof dami. Uchid rav, namar rav, hektish, chametz v'shichur. What do you mean, chametz, chametz, shavadav, pesach, that is her supersedes, v'shichur, okay, that a person could be meshachur, his abed. Meaning, even again, I said, okay, I owe you money, you're going to, you're going to collect your money here, from this Evid, right, we're going to monetize this Evid, still, I can be mafkia. So it's a very strong Sheba, yet I can be mafkia ayide shechor, by freeing the Evid. But all these three things, says Rabbi mafkia ayide shiba. So the verse is like this, okay, fine, let's get back to this. Okay, so this sounds nice, very nice. So the answer is the woman can lemaisa, lemaisa, even though the husband has a Sheba, that Nidarm have superpowers, and even though her hands are mishabeda, she's locked up. And even though she can't get that shibud off until the husband divorces her, which she has absolutely no way to affect at all, yet we're willing to say that nadarim are so strong that it's mavgiya midei shibud. It takes out the shibud. So the Gemara asks a very simple question. So I don't understand. Why did Yerichin and Benuri say halacha? Right, again, what was our original question? I, we see that he holds So we said, no, you're not trying to be She's trying to be maktish, essentially create nether iser on her hands right now. Her hands she owns. Okay, so, <clears throat> problem is the Baal has a Shiva. No problem, because nether is so strong, like Kedusha's Akuf, that if you mafkia the Shiva. Okay, so we got that. So now, if, if that's true, so the Shibud is during the marriage too. So Ihachi, Lamali, Shemi Yigarshana, I don't understand. It would be so it would be true during the marriage too. According to Birchem Minuri, why is it only Yafar? Because Shemi Yigarshana, the nether will go into effect after the marriage, the nether should go into effect during the marriage. So the Gemara says, Tani Shemi Yigarshana, a very cryptic way to answer this, and the Ran has a different girsa. And the way that the Ran explains this, it's not really Va'id as another answer. What we're saying is like this. And we'll just speak we'll speak it out. That or actually, no, I'll, I'll read it inside the words of the Ran. The about halfway down, or two thirds of the way down on the middle wide lines. Okay, that is what we're saying. You're right. That really, it should, since Kainamans and the Dharma are so strong, but the Shiva of the Baal is while they're married. He has a Shiva and a She's making this nether during the marriage. And really, the nether should work during the marriage. The Kainamakia Shiva did the Baal. So, how does it work? In other words, why Lamaisa does the nether only go into effect later? Because the Rabbanan gave the Baal, they, they strengthened it. So he has not a regular Shibur, a super Shibur, while they're married. That it's not like a regular Malva. No, he's like a Malkeach. Meaning, we're saying that it's a matter of degrees. Normally Shibur, normally Shibur, we understand it's like a Mashkin. So the Iker owners are the other people, and I have a Shibur on it. So we're saying that over here, that the woman, because her hands belong to her, she has a Shibur to the Baal, so she... Ayudei Nadarim 
can go ahead, neder is very strong, so we can basically, she can take it out from under, she can undo the shibut, she can undermine the shibut. Except, says the Ran, that the Rabbanan, and this is what the answer is, the Rabbanan went ahead and were all mu'ad the shibut of the Baal. That while they're married, they said for that period of time, it's not that the Baal just is a regular shibut. No, he has a super shibut. So much so, that it's like he bought it. It's like the Baal owns it. And therefore the neder doesn't go into effect until after, the neder doesn't go into effect until after the marriage, that the shibut that the Baal has is so strong that it's going to cancel her nether while they're married. Frek Duran, I don't understand. So if it's canceling her ba- her nether, how did we get here in the first place? We had a problem. What was her answer? No, she's answering her hands right now, and her hands, she owns her hands right now. Okay? And that's how we got to this answer. Frek Duran, and except now, so again, why doesn't the nether go into effect until they're divorced? Because the Baal is a super shibut. And it cancels out the nether right now. So, Frank, you're right back to where you started, which is that she's creating Isser, a nether, to go into effect later. The nether isn't, doesn't go into effect now because it's Amur Rabban, the Sheba to the Baal. The Baal has such a super Sheba that the nether can't beat it. So, it's going to cancel out the nether right now. <coughs> it only goes into effect later. So, you're right back to where you started of Adam. And he says it. The Ron says it a few lines down. He's not divorcing her right now. So the Ron answers very interesting words. Since Midin, the nether is Chayel, if not for this fact, meaning the nether would be Chayel right now. Because nether can be Mafia, Midi Shibon. What's the difference? Is that they were Amur Rabban on the Shibuda. They made the Shibut stronger. Ki Amura Hanimili de Cholhecha de Kaima Kame. That's only, they were only Amur the Shibud when she's with him. That Lelecho. Avon Nizgarsha, but again, this is, we've seen this idea before that it pops up again. Avon Nizgarsha, when he divorces her, Ki Ilu Chayo Meikaradami. We're going to consider it since really Meikaradim, the nether was supposed to take effect. When she made the nether, it's just because of the Sheba the Baal that we canceled it out temporarily. We canceled it. So therefore, once he divorces her, that since Medina, it should have a Chalais. So we went ahead and said that right now, that right now, and some of the Mepharshim explain <coughs> this idea that how does it work Amur Rabbanon the Shibud? That it's like a Mikayach Hefker Bezdin Hefker. So again, if we look at it this way, okay, there's really two components. So it's like a kayach bezin hefker. So here's what happens. She, the Baal, has a shiva. She makes a nether. And Mepharshim explained that the nether really goes into effect. But then a muah kicks in. We strengthen it. Kayach bezin, hefker bezin. Hefker has a kayach. Bezin has the ability, when it comes to davar shabamamayim, to create kinyin. Some learn hefker bezin hefker that way. You have to say that. They're creating Kenyan. And therefore, that it's not just that he has a regular Shibud, but he's a, he's a Kainan. He has a Kenyan on it. He owns the money, and therefore, it's going to now cancel out her nether during that time. But, says the Ron, as soon as they get divorced, so really, her nether should have taken effect, and did take effect for a second, until it was temporarily canceled out until the divorce. Therefore, we're going to treat, we're going to treat the nether after divorce as if, as if it was there the entire time. It's like the nether was there the entire time. And that's why, according to Rechem and Menui, they bowed during the marriage to be made for it because the nether was there the entire time. And it'll kick in after the divorce. Now, and then how do we understand the Tanakhama? Tanakhama argued. He said, no, you don't need to be made for it. Why don't you need to be made for it? Because, and we explained this in the run. Now, it makes a lot of sense. Either one of two reasons. Either the Tanakhama holds that the nether doesn't kick in after the divorce, doesn't work that way. I don't, I don't agree that this whole nether, mafkia, amua, and then the nether kicks in later. I don't understand. You, the amua, even if you want to say amua, that cancels out the nether, doesn't kick in later. You can't kick it in later. Or they can hold that the hafara during the marriage, maybe the nether really does kick, kick in later, but the hafara during the marriage isn't going to help. Isn't going to help you anyways? Okay, so that's why. Now, just one last final question to leave, to, to leave off over here. So we basically are saying, in Rabbi Yechon and Benuri, that the Baal can be made for the nether during the marriage. Why? Because she 
The Baal has a, a, a Sheba on the Maisiyadayim. She uh, is ushering her hands right now. Right? She's not trying to do it in the future. She's ushering her hands right now. The nether kicks in. The Amua cancels out the nether temporarily until they're divorced. And then there'll be a Hafara, again, right now during the marriage, for the nether that will take effect after the marriage. Question is like this. And the Ronic Subas asks this question. Beautiful question. I don't understand. The Baal is being made for... Why is he being made for? This is Dvarim Shabbat Shabbat This is not Dvarim Shabbat This is Dvarim Shabbat Well, the whole purpose of the Hafara here is for after they're married. After they're married, it's a Gerushin. It's no longer Dvarim Shabbat has to do with while they're married. Now, the truth is, we did kind of touch on this on Ayin Tess. And Tesis really does say that if you remember, we said that is until she's no longer shayach to him. And Tesis says this as well. That was in the Ram. But this is that the hafara would would come into effect. So we could say that this is even though the nether, even though even though even though it's not it's not during the marriage. But it's after the divorce. However, um, the Ran says like this. This is a beautiful lumdus over here. Again, what's the problem? The problem is that the nether is really kicking in after they get divorced. After they get divorced, it's no longer the Varn They're divorced. So how could the hafara during the marriage take care? It's the only times you can be made for a nether, right? That's our alien the dar. When could you make for a nether? Either if it's Varn Shalinu or Varn Shalinu Well, it's not Varn Shalinu because once they're no longer married, it can't be Bina Levina. It's not coming in between them during the marriage. They're already divorced. So the Ron explains in Ksubas beautifully that like this. What's the whole reason why we canceled the nether during the marriage? Really, mafgi, really, Kainamas could be Mafgia, like Really, the nether should have gone into effect. The whole reason we said the nether is not in effect, and if the nether would have gone into effect while they were married, then the Baal would have been able to be made for it, because it's the Ram Shreya The whole reason why we said the Nether doesn't go into effect is because Almur Rabbanan, that's his schus we gave the Baal. And when we give his schus to the Baal, we can't, uh, giving him the schus, take away something at the same time. And therefore, we gave him the schus, the whole reason why it's really, we can still treat it like it is a Nether for Hafara purposes. The whole reason why we can't, why, why the Nether doesn't go into effect, and why it can't be made for it for the Zman during the marriage, is because, for this man during the marriage, is because of the Almuha, that we essentially canceled out the nether, but the Almuha was done for his benefit, and therefore, by doing something for his benefit, it wouldn't be right for us to go ahead and take away his ability to be made for the nether. We'll stop here.